Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show, of course, is produced by my dedicated student interns in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza and Emily Martin. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome a familiar guest in a new role. And she is the principal of Della S. Lindley Elementary School, Mandy Gonzalez. Welcome back, Mandy. Thanks, Joan, for having me. I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you. I'm very excited for you. So you've been with Palm Springs Unified a really long time, and you've um, recently changed hats, and we will talk about that in a moment. But for those who are not familiar with you, tell us how long have you been with the district and in what capacities? So this is my 22nd year with the district. I started at Bubbling Wells Elementary School as a teacher. And then I moved on to Agua Caliente um, Elementary School as a teacher as well. Um, and then I went to teach at Nellie Kaufman Middle School. And then I was a teacher on special assignment for educational services. Um, and then I was um, the English Learner Programs Coordinator for the district. And most recently, I've become the principal of the fabulous Della Lindley Elementary School. And it is a fabulous school, and they do have a fabulous principal. And <laughs> I've been here 22 years also. But you actually, you actually have um, uh, advantage over me because not only have you worked for Palm Springs Unified since the very beginning of your career in education, but you're a homegrown kid, right? I am. I've lived here my whole life. I went to Catherine Finchie Elementary School, Raymond Cree Middle School, and graduated from Palm Springs High School. And then I and get we, to come back and work here, too. So I feel super fortunate and grateful um, every day to have this opportunity. And, you know, we, we love to hear that. Um, when I say we, I mean uh, all the administration and the Board of Education love to hear when we have uh, former students come back home and join us as staff members because it, it says a lot for the district and the education that our students receive and they liked it so much they want to give back and that's so fabulous and so we love when we hear that our students have become teachers and we love it even more when they come back here to share their wisdom and talent so amen and um, let's have full disclosure and and this is this is exciting and testament to what I just talked about, and that is that Mandy's mom, Karen Cornett, is one of our board of education members, and she retired after. Am I going to get it right? Thirty seven, thirty eight years. Yeah, very long time with the district as well. Yeah, in the district, and she retired as the principal of Sunny Sands Elementary, and now she's been on the board for a whole bunch of years, and we just love that too. So, uh, you'll find a lot of family connections in Palm Springs Unified, and the coolest thing is, you know, I come from New York. You can just listen to me, and you can still hear it, even though I've been here for thirty <laughs> years. 
I'm part of the family and I'm not an educator. I feel like I am now, but I, um, and that, that's what happens when you, you become connected to this district, you become part of a really huge family. And I, I say that with all honesty and, um, and heart because it's the truth. It so, is, okay. Really so, okay. Now that we got that out of the way, um, <laughs> uh, I, I am going to get back to, um, to, your hat, your English learner hat, because um, you didn't give that up. Not you didn't give that up much, uh, very long ago. You have both positions for a while. So rather than put our new person in the hot seat, you know, like two weeks after she started, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about that yeah, by the before the end of the show. But let's start with the. The new stuff. So you've been at Dolan Lee for a couple of months, two, three. Yep, three months now. Three months, and um, and it's your first position as a principal. So how's it going? It's absolutely wonderful. We have amazing students at our school. We have an amazing staff at this school. The community is wonderful as well. Um, my heart is filled with joy every single day. Um, it's really been a blessing. Um, I, don't, I feel like I've been here for a long time, not just three months. Um, and it's really great to be back with kids every single day. Um, and I feel very fortunate to be here and fortunate to work with such awesome people. That's so cool. Um, was being a principal something that you, you always had planned? Or did you just see the opportunity and say, hey, I might like to try that? Um, a little bit of both. So I always wanted to be a principal. I um, definitely was inspired by my mom. She loved that and, you know, really um, said that that was the most rewarding job of her life. And so um, something I always wanted to do. And it was an opportunity um, that came along, you know, about three months ago. And so um, as hard as it is to say goodbye to the EL programs department, because that is a big passion of mine as well. Um, it was it was a good time to um, take advantage of the opportunity that was presented. So um, it's definitely you know a, a hard um, position to move away from, but I'm I'm super grateful to be here um, and really enjoying my time at the school here. Well, and they're they're very fortunate to have you. And I've always, you know, we have our our geographic areas here in the in the district. And you know, Della Lindley kind of gets attached to Cathedral City just because because that's yeah. the closest area. But like Della Lindley and Rancho Mirage Elementary are both kind of little islands, like um just because of their their geographic location they're they're not they're not in cathedral city but they're part of the cathedral city hub because you don't have a hub of one school so that's it's kind of interesting and it's also unique and so is the school and so is the fact that like delinley is part of the palm springs unified school district but it's thousand palms and so it's an unincorporated area so Correct. that yeah, so that makes it unique as well. And I've only heard wonderful things about that school. I really, and I've been there many times and it's, it's a nice school and it has the, um, the, uh, 
rec center right next door, which is really nice. And um, it just, uh, it's a great place. Yeah, it really is. And we have a beautiful park next door also. And it has a really nice small community feel. And like you said, lots of history, you know, being that it was the abandoned Southern Pacific Railway box car, you know, and a school for only 17 students so long ago. Um, and now we have um, a little over 600 students here. And so it's really amazing. And we have an adorable little train right in the middle of the school too. So okay, see, cool. now you, you just told me, and the name of this show is all our regular listeners know, you learn something new every day. And I just did because I was going to ask you, why is it the Della Lindley engineers? And why do you have a train in, you know, right in the middle of the area, right outside the multi-purpose room. Yeah. And you just shared that. So yeah, they're right. actually, <laughs> they're actually the train passed right by there. Um, I'm not sure if it uh, passed right by here, but I know that um, according to right what the Palm Springs historical society says, there's a little article here up um, in the office that we've had for some time. So that it was a Southern Pacific Railway boxcar, um, and actually, a per there's a lady named Della Lindley. She moved to the desert in 1928, um, and there were 17 children in this area. So, um, what was used used what is Thousand Palms and used to be known as Edom, and so um, she became the teacher in this, um, not this specific building, but what was the boxcar. No, wow, that's and a great it opened story. In January second of nineteen twenty nine. Oh wow! And they got permission to renovate the boxcar. That is very cool, right? and I did. I didn't There's know a ton any of history here. Yes, and so yeah. now we know why the Della Lindley staff and students are the engineers. And, yep, and that's exactly why. <laughs> I love it. Well, because, you know, most of the schools have a have an animal mascot. A couple of them have something different, but most of them have an animal mascot. And, like, and I know the Cathedral City, um, the, the Cathedral City schools are um, cats because they become lions at, Cathedral City High School at the end of it, which I think is very cool. And right. they're, they're not all animals because, I mean, we have in Palm Springs, we have the Indians. And um, and don't quiz me, Mandy. You probably know all the mascots, and I do not. But, <laughs> That's okay, I won't. <laughs> but I, but I, really, um, I really had no clue why Del Lindley was the engineers and the, had the hat and the and the train as its um, logos. And now I understand. And I think it's, cool, right? it's awesome. I think it's really cool. So as, um, as you, you're in your first few months as principal, what, what are your goals for this year for the school? And, and so our goals um, for at least this first part of the year until we get to winter break next Friday have really been to build up our social emotional um, learning opportunities um, for our students and also to build up our positive um, system for behavior incentives and rewards. And so that's what we've been focusing on for the past three months. Um, and then when we return from winter break, 
our focus will be on enhancing our instructional practices and really taking all the amazing things that our teachers are doing and making them even better. Very cool. And um, what are you seeing? Like, how are the kids doing after being on isol in isolation for the better part of a year? I mean, how, how, are, how are they... How are they doing? Are they uh, adjusting pretty well, as good as can be expected, better than you thought? What do you think? Um, so kids are resilient. Um, and I think that's always the most amazing thing about <clears throat> our students is that, um, you know, they really roll with whatever the expectations are. And if you you know, like we do set the guidelines and expectations for students and they will rise to those expectations. And so um, I, I've really been, you know, pleasantly surprised in so many ways. Um, kids are excited to be at school. They're excited to be back. Um, they wear their masks. They follow, you know, all of the directions. They're happy to be here. Um, so I know sometimes we might hear things, you know, that, you know, it's been hard for students and there's maybe a lot of trauma or, you know, learning loss or things like that. But I don't really see it that way. I really see that kids, like I said, they're resilient. They're happy to be here, um, you know, and really excited to get back into a routine that was familiar to them. Um, and so I, you know, I think overall it's been very successful. Um, and like I said, kids are, you know, really willing and able to do what they need to do to be successful in whatever grade they're in, as long as we're setting that stage for them and that foundation so that they, you know, can succeed. Right. And, and that's, you know, that's the theme throughout the, not only the school district, but throughout this state and probably the entire country. And we're just, you know, hoping that as time goes forward and maybe hopefully in the springtime, we'll be able to get back to even more of the things that we enjoyed and in the fashion, we enjoyed them. Exactly. But, you know, we, uh, we just, we don't know that. And, you know, thankfully I, we, Mandy, you and I are part of a district that takes all this very seriously and um, puts the health of our students and staff first. And, exactly. you know, even if we have to be inconvenienced and even if we don't have all the answers and we, you know, we, hopefully we, we're doing the right thing, but we listen to the experts and that's the best that we can do. And we're grateful that our case, uh, as we, um, you know, headed into uh, winter break, our case rates are extremely low here in the district and have been so for, you know, several weeks already. So we're hoping that that continues and, um, and everybody just keep the masks on for a little while longer. Yeah, as exactly. Yeah, as we as we have these these you know variants that keep popping up and nobody really knows the effect of them, so we have to just you know keep being safe and until it all gets figured out. 
And while I'm on the topic, you know, if you're, I don't tell people what to do, but the more people who get vaccinated, the safer all of us are. So I said it and, uh, and, you know, we're, we're not at a place where anybody is being mandated to do it, but we'll see what happens there. So anyway, that, that's a whole other show. We're not. <laughs> I'll save that for Laura Dyson to come visit. <laughs> talk about. Um, so how about you, you talked about the social emotional uh, programs and support, and that is so important all the time, but especially right now. Um, so when, after, uh, the kids come back from winter break, then, um, what else is on the horizon for next semester in terms of your goals for the school? Yeah. So, um, we'll continue to move forward with our, you know, social emotional learning supports and our rewards and, um, positive praise for good behavior. Um, and, you know, students really making good choices and doing the right thing. And then we'll also be having some professional development. Um, we started a little bit this fall, but some more um, around best practices for teaching and learning in mathematics and um, focusing on writing as well across the grade levels with, um, you know, specific um goals for the different writing types as we make our way through the second half of the year. And then um, we'll continue on with our Kagan strategies. We had a professional development in October with that. And so we'll continue. That's a lot of student structured student engagement within the classroom as well. Um, And then we'll move into testing in April and May for um, the LPAC testing and our CASP and um, assessment as well for language arts and math and science. So it'll Excellent. be a busy second half of the year, but we're super excited for that time as well. It sounds like it. And that, that is really, really cool. Um, okay. So b- before we leave this topic and talk a little bit about our English learners, yeah. what can, what can Della Lindley parents do to help Um, help you and to help their kids be successful? So we have a wonderful community and wonderful families and they're so supportive in all that we do already. I'm I'm very impressed and very grateful for that. Um, Anytime, you know, we we send out messages or, um, you know, anything that we might be doing at school, parents always respond very well. Um, and I think always the, the best, the two best things you can do with your kids are read every night with them or let them read to you. Um, and then also make sure that you're always talking to your students and asking them how their day went and just checking in to make sure that they're okay um, so that, you know, they know that they're supported not only by their families, but also by us. So I think those are probably the two best things we can always do for our kids. Amen to that. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And okay, so um, how you were the English learner coordinator for how long? Five, for four, six, four years. Oh, it feels like longer than that. And it I don't does, mean that. It? I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way at all. It's just no, I, no. I know. <laughs> so busy and did so much and uh, accomplished so much. And I, I, I always loved having you on the show too. 
to talk about that. And I know that your um, predecessor, uh, your successor, I mean, Robin Hinchcliffe, who um, has recently been named as the coordinator of English learners, and she is, um, she was a teacher at Rancho Mirage High School and a well-loved well teacher over there. And I, I know that I was there at the board meeting um, a few weeks ago when she was appointed and she's very excited. So big shoes to fill, but I know that she'll be great. And I know that you'll be helping her until she gets acclimated. So in the meanwhile, we always have you on the show to talk about the progress, of, and it's usually around this time, like mid-year, uh, the progress of our English learners, like how many kids have we been able to get reclassified and how are we going to celebrate them? Yeah, so um, lots of is, has been going on as well with English learners. Um, so um, we still have our Mission Graduate Program, right, that supports our high school um, students, um, either makeup credits that they might be lacking or to bring up a grade, um, a D or an F that they might have to, um, you know, redo in order to have those credits to graduate um, and also be meet A through G requirements. And so we've had about 160 students since August complete at least one course. Um, so that's been amazing and uh, lots of thanks to our COSAs, our counselors on special assignment that work at each one of the high schools um, and all of our mission graduate um, instructors that support students with that work. So that program has still remained very successful, not only before the pandemic, but during the pandemic and even after, or I guess we're kind of still in the pandemic, right? So um, even as we've returned though to in-person learning, so that's been awesome. Um, our reclassification ceremony for this school year hopefully will be happening in person um, like we've done before um, in one in Palm Springs, one in Cathedral City, and one in Desert Hot Springs. And we're looking to have those towards the end of January. And we'll probably be reclassifying a little over 400 students this school year. Um, wow. So that's amazing and we're really proud of our English learner students that met those requirements. And so the requirements for reclassification is set forth by the state of California um, it are to have an overall level four on the LPAC, which is the English learner proficiency assessment. Um, also students have to have a teacher recommendation, um, which is based on grades and performance in the classroom. They also have to have parent recommendation and notification. So parents have to agree to that as well. And then they also have to score at a um, certain level on a district-wide assessment. And so um, we're really proud of our students that um, are reclassified every single year because um, it's definitely a sign of a lot of hard work and dedication um, in order to meet all of those marks to be reclassified. So that ceremony, which is always amazing and really beautiful, will take place at the end of January, hopefully in person, so January 2022. And uh, do you, are you going to have um, one at each of the high schools, or is it just yeah, going to be so one? Yeah, so in the past, um, we have had it in the Palm Springs High School Auditorium, the Cathedral City High School 
larger gymnasium and then the Desert Hot Springs High School gymnasium. Great. Well, fingers crossed that we'll be able to do that. And Definitely. if not, I know, I mean, I, I think last year it was done virtually, right? And, and yeah, if, um, actually, um, we just mailed home certificates, pictures, and our reclassification medals to parents. Oh, well, you know, that's better than a poke in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. Yeah. But, so. but hopefully we'll be able to, to celebrate in person. Those ceremonies are always beautiful. And I know that the, the principals love to come and congratulate their students and the, the families and their signs and flowers and walking. It's almost like graduation. Uh, it, yeah, well, absolutely. it's a promotion. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is a it's a promotion from, you know, uh, a, a promotion to being um, uh, English. What what is it? English um, language so proficient. English proficient. Right. Okay. Yeah. And there was a term for it. So that's real. And so, other than mission graduate, we have uh, we have a few other programs that are in place to support our English learners. You want to just talk yeah, about Yeah, we do. So we have a newcomer support program. So for middle and high school students that are brand new to the country, um, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, our fabulous English learner program liaisons support students with their academic needs, um, both before and after school and via Zoom. So that's a, a plus of our distance learning from last year. And so they have that opportunity to um, have, have three days of extra support um, outside of the school day. So we're really proud of that as well. Um, we also expanded our dual immersion program to Raymond Cree this year. So um, not only do we have dual immersion at Vista Del Monte Elementary School, um, grades TK through fifth grade, about um, 240 students there participating in the program. But we also have our sixth grade dual immersion program, uh, like I said, that's at Raymond Cree Middle School this year. So we're really excited for that. Uh, Mr. Morez, the principal, you know, really focuses on learning for all and shaping um, positive conditions for learning. And so we have three new teachers that we added into our dual immersion um, teaching staff um, that work at Raymond Cree, and we're um, really excited to see that program continue to expand, you know, into seventh, eighth grade, and then at Palm Springs High School um, for the high school grades as well. You know, I was I I was fortunate enough to be uh, with the Board of Education and Cabinet at uh, on a recent tour of Vista Del Monte and Raymond Cree, and. The focus of that tour was the dual, uh, can't talk, dual, dual language program. I mean, the dual immersion program, the language academy. And um, it was really inspiring and uh, amazing to me. Like we went into a, I think it was a fourth grade class. And I had to ask after we left the room, so Mo, I asked uh, the principal, uh, Blanca Luna, so most of these kids speak Spanish at home, right? And she said, oh, no, most of them don't speak any Spanish at home. Like, right. 
Spanish is their second language. And these kids were, I mean, the teacher was just talking in Spanish the way, you know, us gringos speak in English, right? And I, I was just like, and the kid was talking back to her. And it was like, just, it wasn't, it wasn't a vocabulary lesson. They were having a conversation. And it was just uh, amazing to me. And, you know, and then Blanca said, wait till they get to, to um, middle school and you see what happens there. And it's, yeah. just, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And it's I just really incredible because it's, it's highly academic, very rigorous, you know, students really are bilingual and learning, you know, not just in English, but they're learning core content subjects in Spanish as well. So like if the sixth grade level students are learning sixth grade science in Spanish, Right. Right. Exactly. Um, I, I, it's just, it's, it's fabulous. I can't say enough about it. And I really, Mandy, can't say enough about you. You are awesome. I love working with you. I'm happy that you found a great place at Della Lindley. And I know that you will have a positive mark on that school the way you've had a positive mark on every position that you've had. So thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for everything that you do. We will have you back. And um, if not this year, definitely the beginning of next year. Give us an update on how everything's going. Okay, sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you all for joining us. If you learn something new every day, a new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Brianna and Emily. Thank you again, Mandy, and we'll see you next week.